Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of went in and out burger after hearing the 4x4 four four thing there. I always love how excited Chris gets. He goes, 4x4. Four four. He's like almost like he's daydreaming about it. <laughs> I've, had, I've had one in my lifetime. Was and it, good? it was oh, it was unbelievable. I, I found that when <laughs> it was, you, I was full for about a month. Yeah, no, you're full for a while. I find that when you cut it in half, I don't know, it digests better. Interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you get, you're not you're not full like a like you're a pipe, like you're a snake for like <laughs> the next two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Five oh one on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr. Chris Hello. Magic Just recapping uh, what happened today. In the college basketball world, um, Bob Knight passed away, former Indiana Hoosier head coach, former Texas Tech head coach, uh, passed away at the age of 83 today. Uh, what else we have going on today? Uh, he was also, you know, the thing about Bob Knight, too, is he just, he he, ruled, he roamed the earth when a different style of coach roamed the earth. Yes. And I think that the, for a lot of us now in this day and age, Oh, it's he hard would, to imagine he somebody ruling with, an, this, yeah. right, ruling with an iron fist the way Bobby Knight was able to do it. And he was, all, he was always reviled for his behavior. I mean, he threw chairs. He screamed. One of at, the greatest chair tosses of yeah, all time. Yeah, he screamed at referees. He screamed at media people. Screamed if you ask, at kids. You think, you think it's tough to ask a question nowadays in the media. Try and ask a question to Bobby Knight after he lost a basketball game. You better duck. If For your real. question wasn't right on point, For real. he would he would air you out if your question was off target. Even if it wasn't off target, he might think it was. Um, but it was a different – we create – we as a society helped create the monster that was Bobby let's, Knight. Let's talk about this. Let's examine By giving that. him basically the free reign – to control the world of college basketball in the way he did. John Wooden, Bobby Knight, Dean Smith, they didn't all behave like Bobby Knight. And, and those two they, didn't behave no. anything. And Bobby Knight like Bob deserves Knight to be reviled for that. But he was just still legendary in his footprint that he cast on Bear Bryant in college football, John McKay at USC, Woody Hayes, Bo yeah. Schembechler. Yeah. It's just a different animal. The, 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 here's here's how I look at it, right? I think every 10, 15 years, society changes or it starts to go in a different direction. Bob Knight was one of the few that kind of 
made his way through some of the changes, and then it started to catch up to him. I would say yeah, about right. the, the late <laughs> 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, all of a sudden it wasn't cool to be It wasn't to cool Bob to do Knight. that no more, right? Yeah. There were plenty of high school coaches that were emulating Bob Knight's style. But then, you know, as society starts to make a change in how we want to treat one another, how we want our kids to be treated, he became an outlier. And then yeah. that became uh, a little bit more difficult for schools to have him. When the video surfaced of Bobby Knight striking a player, and yeah. I believe the player's name was Neil Reed at practice, and they showed the video. I mean, he just waxed the guy over the head. That was at Indiana. This was his yeah, last, was it, last... That was his, one of his last, last acts yeah. at Indiana. But when that first happened, you think of it now and you go, oh my God, how did this guy not get fired years ago? But back then, coaches probably pushed players and grabbed them For from sure. time to time. This wasn't For really sure. a shocking thing. For sure. You know, I'm and not going to say any coach I ever so had did that. But operating in that... In that, that field, and that when world. it changes, yeah, it's it's now much it, harder for a coach yeah. to change the stripes that he has developed over time, yeah, and adjust. And he didn't; he was one that didn't adjust well. No, and so you know he stayed pretty much the same. Yeah, and did, then he, he really looked like a fish out of water the right. last twenty years of his life. Right, and listen, it wasn't the only way because, as Chris mentioned, uh, Dean Smith. Uh, we often talk about John Wood, and he's were the the gentlemen of of college basketball they they didn't operate like that and so um yeah i, I i've seen we scraby mentions he saw some comments why why is he being um elevated the way i don't know that he's being elevated first he passed away that's a sad thing no matter how you look at it despite his 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 hiccups and his and his bad deeds um, he still was a heck of a basketball coach, won a whole bunch of games, and that's why he's being recognized. And listen, I'm sure I haven't watched Sports Center. I'm sure when they highlight it, all of those things that we just talked about will be in their little montage of of yeah, you'll you know, get it all. You'll get it all. But and, and I would, uh, and again, this is a dumb ESPN Plus article, so you have to pay extra for it. <laughs> but if you happen to subscribe to it, uh, Jay Billis, who we've had on this show yeah. and on many of our shows, Jay Billis wrote a really good article about why he liked Bob Knight. But he points out all the warts right. in the article. Right. But he knew him. Uh, pretty well as you know as an analyst and and all these things he said he liked the Bobby Knight that he knew but he totally understands why a lot of people didn't like him most an people that you talk to like the Bobby Knight that knew him like the Bobby Knight that they knew but right. he did have some warts no doubt about it uh let's go to the phone lines interesting uh couple calls sub subject lines in these calls uh we'll start with the first one Matt Matt, welcome to the show, man. It sounds like you want to talk a little bit about uh, my irritation with uh, bullpen games, not only in the playoffs, but in general. Yeah, guys, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, I, definitely agree. I definitely agree with you guys. I've been to a bullpen game. Uh, I'm a Mariners fan, so like we were, op we were doing the opener for a while, and I've been to a game, and it sucks as a fan because you just get to see whoever's thrown out. They're very boring. Right. They're very annoying. They are kind of necessary, and I get that. But that's where you guys remember during the during the season it came out that they were testing a few new rules yeah. in the independent leagues, and that's where you got 
you know, the designated pickoff, whatever. But I think the rule that is coming in a couple years, and I know some people roll their eyes, more rule changes. <laughs> the, the double hook D8 rule oh, yeah. is coming. And for, and for people who don't know what I'm talking about, under that rule, if you pull your starter before five innings, you I'll also your pull DH. your D8 yeah. double yeah. hook. So the double I hook DH. It's going to have to come into play because I don't think baseball likes these bullpen days a whole lot better than we like them. I, I, Matt brings up a great point. Having Doing these games, bullpen games suck. They do. They're boring. No kidding, Tony. They're, you got to do a lot of research. They're, they're, <laughs> it's like a spring training. Like, you show up to spring yes, training and you're right. like, you know all right, it's going to be that way. I'm not even going to yeah. use my regular scorebook because I'm, I'm just going to use, like, the regular sheet they hand out at the game because yeah. this thing is going to be a mess when it's all said and done. And I know that's a selfish way of looking at it, but from a spectating standpoint, it's a boring game to watch. What this double hook does, though— if you want that DH and you don't want to go back to National League way of playing baseball, right? You better you better you better have five starters in your rotation that can go five. That innings. can go five. Yeah, otherwise you lose your DH and then you wind up with a different pinch hitter the rest of the game in that spot, and uh, it's not going to change the way your pitching is, but you're not going to get your hitter you, you're that also, you want. But you're also when you're in spring training and you're making these decisions and you're making these cuts. You're going to find the dudes that can give you innings. Yeah. You're no, not going to necessarily a, be that looking. That rule will force teams to oh, do it. That, I mean, I don't know when it's coming. I know they started it this year in the minor leagues. Uh, but certainly, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's one of those rules that could be a game changer. In the same way that we saw the time of game go down almost, what, 35 minutes. Yeah. This could be along those same lines in terms of getting back to those marquee Pitching matchups. Some of them are that so we saw. fun. Yeah. I mean, when you you know get Scherzer against Verlander, you looked forward to the game, and you also knew both guys would be in the game for seven or eight innings. Yeah, yeah. it's really not the way it is anymore. No doubt. Let's go to our next call, Glenn. A little bit about about Bobby Knight. It sounds like Glenn, you you had an opportunity to meet Coach Knight. Yeah. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Yeah, I did have an. Up- I was in high school, and uh, he was a clinic a guest speaker. And he actually got out on the floor and was working with some of the players. I was about 14 or 15. And I tell you what, um, I wasn't any good, but if he had ever asked me to come to Indiana, I'd have moved that day. I just was so <laughs> impressed. Yeah. I mean, he was he was so popular in Indiana. There were, you know, he could have run for emperor and he'd have won. Yeah. Because he was so I popular. Par- you know, parents wanted to send their kids to play for Bobby Knight. Now, over the course of time, you know that I think that that sense of invincibility he could mm. do whatever he wanted kind of caught up with him. I think one of the I remember I was it was I don't know in the in the late seventies or early eighties he was a, Indiana had just gotten worked they had just gotten run out of the gym and in the post game news conference he made a comment something along the lines of well when rape is inevitable sometimes you got to lay back and enjoy it. And uh, that was <laughs> which just, might have worked in that, that day and age, but not yeah, now. But, yeah, you, you couldn't say that now. But again, that was his that was his thing. He, you know, he, there was very little uh, friction between his his heart and his mouth. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, I'll take your responsibility. I'll take your responsibility offline. Thanks. I'll Good say call, this. Glenn. I'll say this about what you said, Glenn. Uh, as a young person growing up, if Bobby Knight would have called my house and said, "We would like you to play basketball at Indiana." I would have gone also. 
Yeah. Uh, but it, see, I came up in a whole totally different world. In my world, the coach said jump, Listen, and I, I said how high. I grew up in that same world. However, if Bobby Knight had called my dad and said, Mr. <laughs> Quinn, can, can I get you? If I was ever good enough to go yeah, to Indiana, right? my dad would have probably been like, ah, I'm not quite sure, not Mr. Quite Knight. Sure. You're going to have to come down and convince me otherwise. Huh. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. But I, I, I think I would have thought it would be pretty interesting to play for Bob Knight. I think I would have learned a lot about uh, life and doing things the right way. Yeah. But treating people, I would have had to learn from somebody else. I, I think, you know, Glenn brings up a good point uh, in terms of learning from those type of, of coaches, right? There's going to be some warts, but you're going to get a lot of good stuff out of it. And you're probably going to, not probably, you're going to improve as a player um, and, you know, I think most of the guys who played for him would tell you they walked away, you know, ready for the real world when they when they got done. And 90% so, of the people that play for Bob Knight are Bob Knight fans. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But there so. was a bunch that weren't. So, anyway, it's certainly – it's interesting to hear somebody like Scraby, who's in a younger demographic – Say, what's the big deal about Bobby Knight? That, see, right? No, I just no, think it's, it's not, interesting it's to hear you dog, say yeah, that. No, it's I know. Not being said out of because he wasn't coaching, he wasn't there when you were growing up. You didn't really, you weren't really around for that era of the world. I wasn't. My grandpa did go to Indiana, so I did hear about Bobby Knight. But I definitely latched on to the bad stories more than the good stories. Like the those one, are more salacious. Like is this is this true? I am just saying this off the top of my head, and you guys tell me if it's true or not. But did he like get accused of locking someone in a room in a closet for? No, that was uh, my no, man that was passed Mike, away. Man, Mike Leach. Mike Leach oh, did that. Oh, okay. That wasn't Bobby. See, Knight. this is how my brain works. <laughs> I'd be cut from the same. Uh, this is how my brain. Brain works though, but I, I mean, I know Bobby Knight was a great coach and all that stuff, but um, you just can't hit kids. No, and, no. I, and I, know, yeah, I mean, at that time, I think that was that was a bridge too far for everybody when he choked. Well, yeah, crazy. That was his last act at Indiana. Yeah. But you cannot tell me that in the sixties and seventies, basketball coaches weren't grabbing hold of kids by their shirt tails and saying, "Get Listen. over here and do this right." I, I played in the late nineties, and I had my, I had my shirt crumpled up by by a coach. A few before. Times. I think, yeah, I, I, I think coaching has become. Just, maybe this is just me making it up, but I think coaching has become a lot different ever since like since we were in high school, Tony. Because when I yeah. was playing no, football in they, high school, uh, coach, we were denied water. <laughs> like that's how old I am. Is that they denied us water when we were playing terrible? Yeah, okay. and uh, every coach did that. Yeah, no, I would say, but got, there's some people out there, some old timers. Maybe another generation older than me that would say that coaching has become soft now, as compared to the way it was. I think there's an element of that too. And you know, we become quote softer as a society as a result of having to look out for everybody's feelings based on every act that we commit. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm saying that Bobby Knight never worried about your feelings. He didn't, which he doesn't have to because he was again, like you said, getting people ready for the rest of their lives. Um, it wouldn't have been my scene. Cup of tea, yeah. <laughs> you would have, have folded like scene. a lawn chair if you would have been. No, I would have been like, <laughs> I would have been like, what are you yelling at me for? This is just basketball. You would have crumpled like a $2 suitcase. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just like, all right, dude, it's just basketball. It's not the end of the world. Like, calm yeah, down. I can't calm think. Down I don't there. think you would have said that yeah. to him. <laughs> and he would have been like, 
I think you would have been terrified be like, to say that. Do I have a liker of sports on my team and not a lover of sports? No, he throw would, a chair in my have, face. He would have identified you very quickly. Yeah, let's there, be buddy. honest, Scrabby. He would not have recruited you. <laughs> yeah, in the first I don't think place. so either. I don't think so either. So He's like, this safe. guy's too soft. Let's get to break. We've got more going to Chris on the way or some traffic. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Everybody's favorite former Padre, Tommy Pham, is in the batter's box right now with a couple of runners on in the bottom of the first inning. Two on, two out. No score. Texas and Arizona game five of the World Series. Tommy Pham has had an excellent postseason. Really an excellent season all the way around, Tony. And I don't know. It... it, it I'll be honest with you, it makes me feel a little better about how many times I've told people Tommy Pham was a good player when he was here because nobody believed me when he was here. And I don't blame you because he didn't play very well here. But Tommy Pham has been real good. Scraby said, what does that tell you? You know that Tommy Pham's only been bad with the Padres. And I said, it doesn't tell me anything except for the Padres have had yeah, some bad luck. Baseball doesn't exist just in San Diego. So I would advise if you only thought Tommy Pham was bad because he, the year he had here, that you just weren't paying attention. No, 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 no. I wasn't talking about you. I'm talking about generally speaking. Okay. As Chris was saying that people thought, you know, that he was bad because yeah, of the season he had here. Player. Tommy has been outside of that season and maybe the first half of the next season in Cincinnati. He has been this guy for most of his career. Yeah, and uh, he's been really, really good. He did ground out, though, this time, so no scoring for Arizona in the bottom of the that first. That's not good. Don't let Texas score. Yeah. Uh, Bochi played the infield in in the bottom of the first inning and with a runner on third and one out and got the ground out. It was it was a good point brought up to you, too, because, as you said earlier, they are undefeated when yeah, they score Bochy first. Bochi wants to so score first. He, he knows his team's psyche is t- tied to that as well. Bochi's just a genius. My goodness. I mean, uh, Abner Doubleday may have invented baseball, but Bruce Bochy's reinvented it. He's taken it to another level, and he's got one win to go for his fourth World Series championship. Incredible. Boom. Every time you say Abner Doubleday, I swear to you, I think Moby Dick. Moby Dick. It just sounds why do you like think it, of that? Captain yeah, why, Ahab, why do you think about Abner, that? Abner, Ahab. 
Really? There's a connection between Ahab and Abner in, yeah. your, in your twisted mind. Yes, because when you say who invented basketball, James Naismith comes to everyone's mind. But when you say who invented baseball, I don't know that many people know that. Uh, I think, well, people who love sports know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You walked right into that. No, I did not. See, I don't miss wide open opportunities like that. I do not miss wide open opportunities. Gotta hit your layups, buddy. Gotta Gotta hit your layups. layups. Uh, San Diego State basketball getting set to start its season Monday night against Cal State Fullerton. To that end, uh, Dave Velasquez, who's been uh, great to us uh, from their coaching staff, will be on our program tomorrow to talk about the Aztecs, who uh, I thought. People thought they looked pretty good the other night in the uh, preseason yeah. opener against, uh, I think it was Cal State San Marcos. But Jaden Deladee looks like he's primed for a monster Listen, season this J- year. Jaden came, he he had his coming out party in that postseason run last year. Yeah, when he was coming up big on the boards and remember we we had kind of been waiting for him all last season to get right. to that point. He showed up. He showed up when it mattered most. So I, I am one of those folks who's expecting a big year from him. Yeah, you got Jaden Ladee back. I mean, you obviously got Tremel uh, back, who was the hero certainly of the Alabama turning that game around, and also the uh, Creighton game. Remember, he hit the game-winning free throws after uh, getting fouled in the final seconds. But Trammell, who had a really an admittedly difficult regular season last year. He and also came up big. Also came up so big in the uh, NCAA tournament. Of course, Lamont Butler goes without saying. He's back. So, I, you know, and I'm expecting great things from Brian Dutcher. I mean, and you know what? As I said before, if I don't get it, I'll be all right. But Kirk Kenny, our friend, had a big story on Brady Hoke today. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Saying that it's time Brady Hook's facing the music right now. Because people are just, they're criticizing him from every corner. And it made me think of what Dabo Swinney said yesterday, the Clemson coach, about expectations versus appreciation. And where does it, where does the line get drawn on a guy like Brady Hoke? Yeah. I mean, how, how long does the appreciation last of him? really being the guy that turned the Aztec football program around before it got handed over to Rocky Long. Brady Hoke turned it around. And then when he came back, he went 12-2, and one of the best seasons in Aztec history, uh, and a top-20 you know, finish. But right now, none of that goodwill seems to be following Brady Hoke anywhere because yeah. it seems like everybody you talk to just says, no, nah, it's over. Get, uh, he's, it's long past him. And I just think it's a little quick to be, you know, throwing them out with the trash. We'll see. Yeah. I, listen, I, I, I'm not sure where I'm at on it. I yeah. think uh, a lot of cases I do think schools, people react too quickly and don't, you know, give a chance for uh, a, a, it to be fixed. Because in this case, it's really the first poor season, and season's not over yet. Right. That the Aztecs have had in, in a little bit of time. And so, you know, we'll see how this season ends. But you could certainly see a scenario in which the noise just continues to get louder. And the reason for the noise isn't as people will. The people who are making the noise will say that the reason for the Aztec football noise is not because they're losing. It's because of how, how they're yeah. playing yeah. and how they look out there. With no offense, nothing going, shut out at home against Nevada type thing. That's what you're hearing. And that's where I think a lot of the criticism is on Brady Hoke. I I would love to see him 
bounce back and win the last four games and finish seven and five and go into the postseason again and be able to you know ride off into into the sunset because I I like Brady Hoke but. A lot of fans are really anti the as Kirk's article said today, the music he's facing the music right now at San Diego State. So I guess if nothing else, it's good to know that people care enough. We I think that's we we are in uh an age in sports right now because there aren't very many teams out here anymore, right? Chargers are gone. No, we don't have a lot left. I think there's more eyeballs on it now. So yeah. you know, there's 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 because there's less choice Everybody's locked in on the choices that are in, and you know I think that's going to bring more scrutiny. Yeah. Well, uh, Aztecs are back in action this Saturday night against Utah State. I believe they're a three-point underdog at home, which makes sense after the way they've played. But uh, hopefully they can put together a strong performance after the bye week. And then basketball gets going Monday night against Cal State Fullerton. Very excited about the start of this new season. Fullerton. What is the nickname? The Titans. The Titans. Oh, that's right. That's right yes, that's right. they got a very good baseball program. I was almost a Fullerton. Almost a Titan. I, should oh, say. I was why... close to going to Fullerton too. Oh my gosh! Out of co- out of high school, until Coach Dietz showed up on the scene. Yeah, and then I thought, no, San Diego's a better fit for me. Get me out of living at home and out of Los Angeles. <laughs> get, out, get out of Beverly Hills. Get out oh, of yes. Beverly Hills. <laughs> Scraby, do you have a comment about Beverly Hills while we're on it? Oh, everybody, Beverly yeah, Hills I thought is you would so have a nice. I needed to get out. <laughs> There's voice 16B right there <laughs> of Chris Ella. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did I tell you guys we had a slim, a swim gym? Savage swim gym. Yeah, he told us yesterday. I think actually oh, two right. days ago, where the, the 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 basketball gym opens up in the middle, and there's a swimming pool under it at Beverly Hills High School. No, I didn't say that. What oh, I gosh. said was. There's a basketball court, and you open it up, and there's a swimming pool underneath Did you know there's it. a swimming pool down there? That's what I said. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, the end of the it must be the end of the day. We got our interview of the day with Matt Snyder talking Major League Baseball. Still scoreless with the D-backs and the Rangers. They are going to the bottom of the second in Game 5. Gwen and Chris going to the bottom of the ninth. Final segment of the show when we come back. I like that. Yeah. We have now heard from owner Mark Davis. Read you a little bit of what he said. Unfortunately, who made the smartest decision of his life last night? He had to. He had to re up right here. This was a recoup move right here. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had great hopes for Josh and Dave. It just seemed we were going in the wrong direction. So. With the trade deadline, I just felt it was time to make a change, time to make a move. That's pretty much where he left it. <laughs> it seemed, seemed like a fresh approach. He said, Davis said, uh, well, let me backtrack here. Uh, we mentioned that Antonio Pierce is now going to be the, the new head coach. Davis is now going in an entirely different direction, turning to the intense Antonio Pierce as interim coach and more laid-back Champ Kelly. As a interim GM, Davis said he was intrigued enough by Pierce's bio, including a nine-year NFL career at a linebacker, one Pro Bowl selection, and a Super Bowl title for the New York Giants, to have a sit-down with him. Seemed like a fresh approach, Davis said. Seemed like the adjustment we need at this time. I was impressed. 
Davis added that he wanted Pierce to lead, not necessarily coach, to delegate to the coordinators and other position coaches, be somebody they could follow. I felt good about it. I felt good about him. It was interesting about that is because, you know, I did obviously haven't played for Josh McDowell, so I don't know. But it right. certainly seems like he's more of a coach. He's coaching everybody. He, not necessarily guys are going to follow him or, like, lead a bunch of guys. He's an X's and O's guy. That's what made him so terrific as a coordinator. Coordinator, but No, it isn't. That, <laughs> Tom Brady made him so great as a coordinator. Touche. Go ahead. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> Good I'm not going to give Josh no, McDaniels you're right. anything. You're right. I'm not going to give him anything you, on this show. You, you <laughs> he's getting nothing from me. You are probably right, yeah. but he doesn't seem like the type that I would turn to Scraby in the locker room and say, "Man, I want to just run through a wall for that guy right there." Right? Doesn't seem like that. Yeah. But if I don't know where to go on this play, I think he'd be the guy to ask. You he know might know. He might know the X. He might know the O. But man. Just, uh, you know, the worst, you said it during, we were talking during the break. The worst thing that happened to him was when he started with the Broncos, he won his first five or six games. With he was, Tim Tebow. With Tim Tebow as his, as his quarterback. And he thought I, Josh McDaniels went from the savior to uh, being, uh, you know, knighted practically. <laughs> uh, you know, they were going to call him Sir Josh McDaniels. <laughs> but uh, that season fell apart quickly, as did his career in Denver. And, you know, I, you know, I, I don't mind the the Raiders giving him a shot because I think guys on their second turn a lot of times learn from their first turn. Yeah, yeah. But I just never thought he was the right call because I, I it just didn't like his attitude when he was the coach in Denver. See, I, I know that his attitude is not good, and I know that players aren't like they don't really like him. It seems. But do you, is there any part of you guys that feel bad? Like, I had this feeling last night when I saw that Josh McDaniels got fired. I was like, all right, well, everybody knew that was going to happen. But this dude just, uh, you know, lost his life stream of being the NFL head coach. Yeah, but when he Sorry. goes to the bank and picks up that $40 million check and next Friday, he'll mention, feel a little better. I mean, every time, you know, I wish that would have worked every time they sent me down. Hey, man, you are, <laughs> you are ruining my life's dreams. We can't dreams. do this to Tony. <laughs> You're ruining my life's dream. Good point. We can't do this to Tony here. Come on, yeah. Now. No, I'm sorry, Josh. Yeah, you know. it's this is a this is a world you sign up for. Yeah, no, so no, you're right. Know you're it's right. It be is, that is true, right there. That yeah. is true. Thank you. Scrape. But his uh, his uh, players definitely did not help him in the days leading up to it. When Josh when Josh Jacobs was asked how did they fix the offense, he said, "Not Ain't my, my job." job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him because you know what? They probably this is week what nine going into nine Coming going up, into nine. Yeah. He's probably been asked that question at least. Five of the eight weeks. Oh, yeah. How do you, well, fix, how do you fix this? And he probably gave real answers the first four times. Right. This time he was like, you know what? Ask that guy in there. Because you got to think that, that that game against the Lions on Monday Night Football was one of the most embarrassing moments for them on a football field. Just as a professional, but more player. embarrassing than that was what happened the week before I was, in I was, Chicago. I was just about to and say, and I know that. that they had a backup quarterback, but still, it's the Bears. Yeah, come on, the, man. But they're not without on their football. without their quarterback. By the way, yeah, Bears had a Division two quarterback and blew them out. Can't remember if it's Tyson or Tyler Bagent. I don't know either. Think One of the two. Don't know, but I know that Josh McDaniels is no more. And by the way, why don't you share what you really thought when you saw McDaniels got fired? You thought I'll I'm going to send this. Okay, I'll share you said, send I'll what he share really it. wanted to send me. This is <laughs> this is what he really was thinking. Don't let him kid you over there, Scraby. We all got a text pretty late last night from Scraby, and it says uh, McDaniel's. 
he gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, I think in Scravy's mind, he thought, I think Chris was going to think that it was. Um, like, because I thought you guys were still up. And so I was like, all right, they're probably seeing the news, too. And you guys, I don't know if you guys were still up. I was trick-or-treating. But then I woke up the, this this morning, yeah, this morning, and I was like, oh, I wonder if Chris thinks I was talking about Mike McDaniel getting fired. And yeah. I had a little bit of a panic attack yeah. that I sent you in a panic, but no, you, you didn't did take not. it that way. You did not. I didn't see your text until after I saw the news that he had been fired. So oh, okay. I was good on that. And... Um, yeah, if, if Mike McDaniel gets fired, uh, the Dolphins, then uh, their owner's even dumber than I think he is because obviously he seems like a pretty good coach right about now. Yeah, right about now. Right is. about now. All right. Uh, earlier today, Matt Snyder joined us to have a little convo about World Series, the Padres, all things Major League Baseball. You get a chance to listen to him, but first, here's some traffic. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Matt Snyder from CBS Sports, uh, one of our great baseball guests, joins us on the program. Matt, how are you on what could be the final day of the 2023 yeah. baseball season? I know that part of it probably saddens you. Yes, it does. And I'm also sad that I missed the call. I couldn't hear it. I'm so sorry. No, no, no uh, worries at all. But anyway, no we're good here. We're good now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I, I hope. I, I know you're not supposed to necessarily root for teams, but I just want it to go six or seven. So I hope the Diamondbacks get this one. Um, but yeah, it's, you're right. It, it's bittersweet, right? Like I'm here, I'm excited for game five, but it, it's like, uh, please don't be the last game. Come on now. We need more than five in the world series. When you go through and you think about like the best world series, none of them were ever just five games. They always go to six or seven. So hopefully they can get one here. Uh, they showed life late last night. Maybe that's a good sign heading into today. They, they did hate hit Nathan Evaldi pretty hard in, in game one. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that sticks out about this World Series, last World, World Series, there was one team that was supposed to be there, one team that wasn't, and it ended up yeah. looking like there was one team that was supposed to be there, one team that wasn't. Right. Uh, back here in San Diego, Matt, there's been a lot going on. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, yeah. Padres, Padres are in the uh, on the look for a new manager. 
Is there any name out there that hasn't been mentioned? We've talked about Benji Gill. We've talked about Eric Chavez. We've talked about the in-house uh, candidates and, and Ryan Flaherty and, and Mike Schilt. Is there anybody that you think should be involved that you haven't heard? I wouldn't mind talking to Will Venable. Mm. Uh, you know, there's a San Diego tie there, and uh, he, he's the Rangers bench coach, yeah. number two. Yeah. So he's learning under Bruce Bochy right now. I mean, Bochy's the playoff master. So uh, I, I wouldn't mind that. He's an up-and-comer, but I haven't heard his name at all, so I don't, I don't know if he's being considered at all. I was just surprised that he wouldn't be. Um, you know, you're basically the number one assistant for the team in the World Series. Usually your name gets bandied about. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought he should be in the mix. But otherwise, that the, he basically said him. Um, I also – I know everybody's connecting him to the Mets, but with Craig Council yeah, out yeah. there, I think he's one of the best managers in baseball. I think it's worth a call, and it's no worth doubt. trying to throw more money at him than the Mets do. Um, but we'll see. I, I know he's interviewing with Cleveland. I don't know why he would take that job when he's interviewing with the Mets. Uh, but I, the Padres could compete with the Mets here. I, I really think they could. I think if he looked at that talent – that the, the Padres have in the house, he would probably think, you know what, uh, maybe I'd rather live in San Diego than New York. I don't know. I, I would. I definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. We appreciate that. Uh, Matt, uh, from everything you've read, everything you've heard, everything you've surmised from the, the situation here in San Diego, and A.J. Preller going to you know be running this show yeah. no matter what, Bob Melvin and he obviously didn't see eye to eye, is that going to be difficult to find the right manager, though, who's going to want to come in and well, and basically yeah. have to toe the company line a little bit? And that might be the problem when we, I just talked about counsel. Maybe it's, hey, the Mets will leave me alone, but the Padres, it looks like, seems like Preller won't because if he ran off a veteran like Melvin, uh, maybe that would be a deciding factor for counsel there. So, yeah, but, I mean, it's, if it's an up-and-comer, like in an Eric Chavez type where it's going to be his first managerial job, I'd be okay with that. I mean, there's there's guys like Kevin Cash who are really dialed yeah. in with the front office, and it feels like the front office make a lot of those decisions for him. He doesn't seem to mind it. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, there's only 30 managerial jobs in, in Major League Baseball, and if you get one of those 30, that's a pretty, pretty nice perch there. So – um, yeah, it's somebody like Council it might be scared off by that, but below that, I think most of those guys would take it anyway. Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, joins us here on Gwen and Chris. And, and Matt, uh, we saw a report last week uh, in regards to Juan Soto, and the Yankees were connected. When you, when you look across Major League Baseball, Yankees obviously, they, they got the, it was a young kid, Dominguez, I believe it is, that, um, everybody is is feels like it's one of those short thing type deals. When you look across Major League Baseball's landscape, are the Yankees the best team? If the Padres were to make a deal with Juan, for Juan Soto or to give up Juan Soto, are the Yankees the best um, best match? They're a, they're a good match. Um, the Cubs are a good match there at this yeah. point where they have a good farm system and they're looking to spend money. And they're looking to they only missed to get playoffs by one game this year. They're looking to get in the mix. Um, I'm sure that the Mets will be involved. Uh, you know, it's David Stearns gets hired away from the Brewers. Now he actually is allowed to spend a lot of money. He might want to dive right in the pool right there and take on Soto. Uh, although, they, you know, they just restocked their farm system in front of the trade deadline. But I would expect it to only really be mega markets that that do have good prospects. So then there'd be a match that, they can cough up the prospects, and they know that they have a chance to 
extend him during the season and don't have to deal with free agency. So, yeah, it seems like the Yankees, Cubs, Mets are the ones that first come to mind. Matt, what about uh, what are you hearing? What do you think is going to happen with uh, Blake Snell and Josh Hader in free agency? It seems unlikely it that seems, either or both yeah. could stay here in San Diego. Uh, and how much are they going to command out there on the market to make it almost impossible for the Padres to keep them? Yeah, it seems like Snell is probably gone. I could see I could see Hader being a match there, but you know, at the end of the day, if you have to go cheap and want with one part of your ball club and and figure it out on the fly it's the bullpen and so maybe that will be the deciding factor for the Padres like hey we're in a a bit of a financial crunch here we can probably try to piece it together here and maybe Suarez has a a huge season or something it looks like he did toward the end of 2022 then all of a sudden you've got a cheap closer there so I I could see them them both going I like I said I feel like Snell's definitely gone Um, and then it, it makes sense if you are trying to save money you know, and maybe that would be the deciding factor on on being able to to hold on to Soto. If you let those two guys walk and you go cheap around it, then maybe you can justify keeping Soto. Um, but yeah, it's, it's in the terms of the contract, uh, Snell is a nine figure guy. It's um, you know maybe it's something like six years, one hundred forty million or something. I mean, Ugh. he's been inconsistent. He's been inconsistent enough that you're not going to see him up around the two hundred range, but he's absolutely going to get deep into the hundreds. Uh, Hater, what are the, you know some of the, the other bigger deals like Aroldis Chapman, Kenley Jansen? Uh, they fell like in the six years, ninety million dollar range. That's probably reasonable to expect for Hater. Last thing, Matt, before we let you go, and as always, we appreciate the time. But uh, can you just ahead of him winning the championship, which he's likely to do, sing the virtues of Bruce Bochy one last time? I mean, <laughs> when he when he first got this job, did anyone really around baseball think, all right, he's going to come back, he's going to immediately win a World Series, another one? Yeah, I think a lot of us thought that he was going to be a difference maker. But, like, man, there's only so much a manager can do. Right. They had to have a lot of things go right for him this year. But they had a lot of injury adversity, man. Yeah, they did. I mean, Corey Seager only played 119 games. Jacob deGrom had Tommy John surgery. Uh, they dealt with Adolis Garcia getting hurt late in the season. That's when they promoted Evan Carter. So what they were talking about last night in, in the clubhouse, Travis Jankowski in particular because he took over for Adolis Garcia, is he's like, man, this is how it's been all year. We've had a lot of big names go down. Nathan Avaldi went down for – eight weeks or so in the middle of the season. He's like, we've just had to get used to having the next man up mentality and you have to step up when it's your turn. And, and that's what Jankowski did last night. And it just feels like one of those Bruce Bochy t- Giants teams, right? Where it, it, they, they've dealt with injury adversity. They, they're, they're not one of the greatest teams in the regular season, but all of a sudden in the postseason, it seems like almost everything just works for them. And he doesn't even have a good bulletin right now. Their bulletin right. is terrible. Yeah. And he just has to keep piecing it together. And it seems like most of the time he makes the right move. He's phenomenal. Yeah, and he uh, he's uh, on his way. Uh, they're going to throw him in the pool tonight if they win in Arizona. Boach is a big dude. I don't he's know a big guy, but they, I the think they'll get him into the pool tonight. <laughs> hey, Matt, thanks as always for your time. We really appreciate it. And uh, enjoy your off season, And uh, hopefully it won't start Will tonight. Do. All right. All right. Yep. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Thanks so much. Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, joining us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Yes, they're back, and you can save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. 
Nathan, Nathan Avaldi with the big punch out, the second gas. and third, one out after the Diamondbacks bunted the guys over. Avaldi with the big punch out, two outs. He still got to get through Tommy Pham to get through this inning. Yeah, over six now for the Rangers with runners in scoring position. R I S P. You know what happens when you're bad at that? R I P. You die. Yeah, that's what we saw it all year long, and the Rangers are now, or uh, the uh, Diamondbacks are now zero for seven. Yeah. It's Tommy grounded out. So no score through three innings. Arizona's zero for seven with runners in scoring position. The Rangers have yet to have a guy in runners uh, got in scoring yet. position yet, yeah. but uh, still even through three innings of World Series Game Five. Well, we have uh, winded all Pretty the much way come to the to end. Scrape, have you calmed down yet? Or are you still furious about your loss? Um, I am actually pretty mad still. But if I, you missed the Fantabulous Sports Game Show, what time was that? Four thirty, three forty, three thirty, three forty. Yeah, go download that segment and listen to it. Go later. on the YouTube You'll have a and good watch. Laugh. We had a lot of fun. Oh, actually, right watch it on the YouTube. Yeah, because it's even funnier to see Scrape throwing stuff around the studio. I really legitimately. It's real too. Like it was legitimate irritation that he got. I got it right. He got it wrong. He was legit. Like there was a there was a point where I almost walked out of the room. Well, I said he was going to quit. I thought you, we had you to end literally the game. quit. At you one did point. quit. We had to. I thought we were going to end the game. <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> we'll be back at it again tomorrow. Unfortunately, you won't get the four hours of brilliance that you got today. Ah. it'll be a but short. But you'll get show. two and a half hours you'll worth get, of it. You'll get two and a half for it. Who's the Thursday night game tomorrow? Uh, oh, Titans Steelers. and Steelers. That is a doozy of a game. Another doozy. Uh, yeah. Three nothing. Final score for that one. <laughs> three nothing. Is that your prediction score. there? With like less than a hundred yards combined. All right. Well, Will Levis looked pretty good in his debut. That's we'll true. see what he does. I, I have to. Will is setting us up. Yeah. He had such a great performance his first game. Not expecting the same tomorrow night. The Steelers. They yeah. just could get ugly. Steelers. Mike Tomlin. A little tougher. We'll do it again tomorrow. You guys have a good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.